Welcome to the Bohamula Podcast. This is Anwar, just dropping in for a quick intro. In this episode, we answer some questions that were dropped to us by some kind, kind people on Twitter. We talk about some education, we talk about music, we talk about uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, we had, it's a, it's a mellow, mellow, chill kind of episode. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we had some fun. Uh, talking about these things and uh, thank you guys for the questions now on to the episode Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh dan salam sejahtera Hello everyone. Apa kabar? Baik. Alhamdulillah. Uh, so, uh, what are we gonna do in this episode? Um, we uh, should. We should. Kahara? We should also mention that this is probably the first time that we're doing it long distance. Che, so but we the first four episode four three I don't know we recorded it when we were together and right now. We're doing it over Skype, so it's yeah, it's special. It's technological. It's technology. Buruh nelayan dan juga petani gaya hidup kini dah berubah. Anak-anak okay, let's move on. Let's move I, I, on. It's been a whole month of that at the school, yeah. but of course nobody needs to know that. Mm. We have the main focus of this episode. We'll be answering some Twitter questions yes. that were submitted by some very kind and very proactive Twitter users. Yeah, and it has been these questions were posted, were tweeted to Anwar. When was it? Two weeks ago? Four weeks ago? A while ago. A while ago, and we only get to answering them here be- right now on this <coughs> episode because. Um, Scheduling because life happens. Really, life has been happening for me. A lot of other things have been happening as well. Yeah, but we won't get into that. We will be answering some questions. Yeah. So the first questions, co- uh, the first questions, the first question comes from uh, the evil stepmother at Rizal Everdeen. Ah, she asks, okay. how much would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? It depends on how how energetic the woodchuck is on that particular day. Ikut mood dia lah. And if it's, you know, kalau dah sampai maghrib tu mungkin dia stop kot. So, probably a woodchuck would, on average, chuck wood, like say, five wood per hour, whatever that means. Uh, what five wood? Uh, what's, the, what's the word for wood? It's WPH. W-P-H. Wood per hour, yeah. Wood per hour, so five like wood per hour. Okay, MJ is kilometer jam per jam. Yeah, so five wood per hour. Mm. With that wood, that wood can be you know in any shape and form. It could be a, a plank, a a, a lady toothpick. We never know, you know. Mm. I'm not a woodchuck, so I wouldn't know these things. How about what? What do you think? How how many, how many wood can a woodchuck? Can chuck, if a woodchuck can. Chuck wood. If the wood chuck wood chuck wood. 
It's one of those chicken and egg questions that you never really mm. know the answer to. Mm. You just have to live with the reality that, mm. you know, you just don't know the answers to something sometimes. Mm. And we just, for the sake of our own sanity, mm. we just have to live with it and mm. move on with our lives because things need to get done, you know? Yeah, but... We, bills need mm. to be paid. Plants need to be watered. And wood, wood needs, needs to, to be, be chucked. chucked. So and it's not of our concern. No, no, it's a, it's a concern because unlike the chicken and egg situation, it's a loop. So there's really no... Both are correct answers because they, they are loops, right? It's a loop thing. But it's a fruit loop. But woodchuck, this it's question, loop. this this question is not a loop. It's a quantity. How how the amount that a woodchuck can chuck wood, so it, it can be answered. And some people like Rizal Everdeen wants to know because it's important. It's really important for him to it's understand. It's imp- it's important to the evil stepmother. Yes. Should we move on or if if no, you just said that it was important and then you said should we move on? Yep, that is how important yes. this question is to you. Yes, it's heartwarming. It's very important. Next up, we have a <laughs> question from uh, Mr. Farhan Arif at Paan Arif. Follow him. Yeah, and uh, unfollow me if you need space to clear up in your following list. Okay. Sir's favorite mm. band and Madam's favorite movie. Mm. We'll go with uh, your favorite movie first. What's your favorite movie? Ah, uh, I have so many categories. I don't. I cannot put. A list them all. I'm not gonna list them all. It's gonna take like a whole other podcast. Well, that we just started hours. this one. You want you want to spend the next two hours just me explaining why I love the, no, the ten the movies that I love. Farhan Arif did not ask why. They just asked, what are the favorite movies? Ah! Need to justify anything to anyone. But it's a podcast and I feel the need to justify these things. If you want to. I it will. was never asked of you. But I if you want to, feel free. I will justify it. Um, what comes to mind <sighs> right now, as of right now, is... Um, if you asked me like a month ago, two months ago, I would say Spotlight. Two months ago, three months ago. Sometime It would say Spotlight Because I watch Spotlight Like non-stop And then The next week after that I would say big The Big Shot And then the week after that Some other movie So right now All time I would say I'm still baffled by the How How Apa Waltz Nama Nama movie tu ialah Waltz with Bashir W-A-L-T-Z With Bashir And Bashir is Apparently, like one of the leaders of um, Kawana, uh, Beirut. So, whatever Beirut, what what country is Beirut? Jordan? No, I'm horrible. I'm geographically horrible. So this this cerita is basically it's an it's a uh, an Israeli <laughs> movie. I I found it when I had this phase of just like watching all best Oscar foreign film movies and it won like best foreign film or like one of the top five lah I can't remember what year but just the the way they it's actually like a podcast bukan podcast lah dia dia borak-borak dengan all these people and he records the conversation 
and he asked someone to animate the conversation. So that's the the whole premise of the movie lah. But it has a macam flow lah. Basically, like this guy, the antagonist, I forgot his name. He was a soldier in the Sabre and Shatila massacre or something like that lah. That happened somewhere in the country where Beirut is. I forgot. Jordan? I don't know. Um, and he, uh, he basically forgot what happened during the massacre like what what happened during my youth so he tries to like go back to his friends to these people to his sergeant his uh apa macam comrades and whatever and towards the end i'm not going to spoil it but he basically understood that it was it was a traumatic traumatizing experience that he kiranya towards the end he understood that it was a traumatizing experience sebab tu dia tak ingat semua benda so the memory was macam erased because the trauma stops him from going back to that side of things. Yeah, so macam it uh, dia dia cerita pasal the Israeli army punya atrocities in Beirut or something like that lah. So yeah. I like I like the animation. That's why and the animation dia macam it's it's simple but it's so macam It's simple and clean, yet it's so concise. Macam it's it's articulate, uh, so to speak. And those those animation were based on like literally podcasts. Yang macam bukan actual podcast yang dia dia siarkan lah. It's just like you know a conversation that they recorded between this person and a psychiatrist, this person and the surgeon, this person and the friend. So it's uh it's a half. It's a semi-fiction because he actually was uh, part of the troop, and he actually did go to the he he served the army lah back in the day. But I'm not sure if the the whole plot of the film actually reflects his life. We never know. So yeah, that's my answer. So what's your favorite band and why? I'm going to add and why even if Pak Anarif didn't ask why. So my favorite band, it ah, it's a this is a very tough question to me. Hmm. Um, but I'm going to have to split it between international and uh, local. Hmm. Because I'm a Malaysian, and that's what Malaysians do. Best Malaysian band and best non-Malaysian band. Because Jatuh borders kepada. keep us separated. And safe in our comfort zones. Anyway, anyway. favorite favorite international band um, would probably be Arctic Monkeys. Still, oh, because band, paham? Yep. I uh, thought you like Hone. I do, but the, I mean, I I didn't listen to the whole catalog. I just listened to one album. True. So, macam kalau based on one album. <laughs> Favorite <coughs> album is a different question. Well, together, but favorite band would have to be Arctic um, Monkeys because uh, basically, mm. throughout their discography, mm. they haven't made an album that I dislike yet. They all of their albums I like. All of the albums I can sing from mm. beginning to end, and uh, I guess that justifies mm. them being my favorite band. But you dislike A M. I don't dislike AM. I just in their whole discography, the one I like least is AM. Oh. But I still don't dislike AM. 
Okay. You know, AM yeah. would definitely be above some other albums out there for me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So th- that's international. Uh, mm. Local band would have to be the Venopian Solitude. That's that. Nah, you cannot. You cannot do that. It's biased. Because the vocalist uh, is your wife, it's it's no, it's not fair. You have to choose uh, some other bands. All right, if okay, okay, give give reasons why. <laughs> State they've your reasons. Made, they've made um a lot of albums already. What? Yeah, in the bandcam. Have oh. you ever checked out their bandcam? Oh no, I'm I'm too busy for those things. It's, it's a, who it's a uses bandcam anyway? No one. It's a pretty bandcamp. hefty catalog. Quite mm. quite a few uh, EPs and uh, albums over there. Wow. They were pretty rough, you know, like demo versions or whatever. But a mm. a, a really big chunk of it is mm. good material. Mm. Uh, and I think you know, mm. just the songwriting ability and. Uh, just the pure talent and vision mm. that the band has is just uh, really good. Wasn't uh, uh, mm. I'm looking forward to their second album, mm. which I hear is going to be lit. Wow! How you know? Oh, because you. I I have I have an insider orang dalam cable cable besar. Faham. Okay. So those are my uh, favorite uh, international band and uh, favorite local band. Yeah, not hujan or orang. Well, orang is a one-man band, but to me, he's still a band. But yeah, but he only made one EP so far. But you love it so much. You rave about it. So, I mean, I love Lemon Demon, punya spirit phone. Mm. But they're not automatically my favorite band because they went they ma- went and made one really really good album. They need you know a lot more. Mm. And uh, I went back to listen to Lemon Demon punya other stuff, and you know not as good. Fundamentals are there. I mean the the ideas of what Lemon Demon became eventually became. Are there in the earlier works, but it's just not as good, not as pleasant on the ears as their latest work, and their latest work is really, really good. Some other you got again, Papa Menelibun. Yeah. Moving on to the next question, asked by Azam at Azam. Apa nama podcast? Oh. We ac- we actually forgot to do the intro. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to Buah Mulut. But well, welcome I to Buah Mulut. I guess that's why he felt the need to ask that question. Yeah, four weeks we ago. Yeah. Yep. Continuing on to another question that we have not mm. answered yet. Uh, Faizuddin mm. Zukri at Faizuddin Zukri. Mm. His picture of a. Uh, him holding a baby or him being held by his father. A grown man, yeah. Yeah. We never know. We never know which one it is. Every time I see a picture of uh, a Twitter picture of two people mm. in the same mm. picture, it's like, oh, which mm. one are you? Mm. The baby who seems like an intelligent human being mm. or the grown up 
who seems intelligent as well. Hmm. <coughs> the question is, apa jadi pada samat yang dapat A itu? And this is a reference to a joke I made. Okay. Uh, on Twitter. I don't know how to understand this. Okay. Uh, me neither. Uh, apa yang jadi pada yang samat yang dapat A itu? Dia last kali dia masuk UITM Lendu, dia buat Mescom. Uh, that's just Lani dia tahun kedua No, no. And, uh, Is it is it really or Are you Dia okay lah Lani Dia four flat lah Lani Okay Why why Mascom and why Lindu What is that I know you have a thing With those two things combined What I mean Good students can go Anywhere they like And Samad Yang dapat A, B, M Dia hari tu Just happen yeah. to want to go to Lindu To pursue Mascom That's a noble pursuit It's knowledge Okay, but oh god, the sarcasm is so strong on this one. I do not know what you're talking about. Next, we move okay. on to the question by Sheh Fatah Holmes at Fatahulnism. This is a friend of mine, Fatah. Uh, oh, Fatah. Okay. There are two questions. Number one, betul ke otak burung unta lagi kecil dari matanya? Hmm. And to this question, do you know the answer? I do not know. Would you like to Google it or would you like to just assume? I would like to ask Fatah to Google it mm. himself. Okay, then Fatah, Google it yourself. Do do your homework, man. Yeah, we're not going to do Be the like homework Samad. for you. Be like Samad. Be like Samad, who gets an A. Because he and did probably, his homework. Yes. And probably what? And probably... I forgot what I wanted to say, but... He wants to be a writer when he grows up. That's Ahmad? Yeah. He wants to write poems and novels. I don't know. He could be working on a, a new experiment dekat... I don't know, his backyard, if he has a yard. It's it's not a Malaysian thing, but you never know. We cannot judge people by what they have or not have in their homes. So he might have a garage or a backyard that he's working on, you know, some some... Crazy science shit. Mm. We like should check his Instagram. Scientist. He should. He probably Instagrams <laughs> that stuff. So we should Instagram that. Anyway, that's the first anyway. question, which yeah. the answer was Wikipedia. Uh, the second question was Apa cabaran sebenar sistem pendidikan kita? I'll throw that question to you. What? No, it's your forty. I don't know how to answer this. It's my what? Your forty. I would. I do not own a Forte. Those things are expensive. I drive a Myvi, okay. okay, which is much more affordable within my price range. Okay. So should should I give my opinion and then you give your opinion? Sure. Why not? On this, okay. Cabaran sebenar sistem berikan. Damn, I really don't know because one, I'm not involved directly in the. Education system, except I'm the product of a, of our education system. So and I, I don't know what what am I right now? Has it helped me turn into a better human being? I don't know. Probably, it could it could it have been better? Definitely. But In uh, what ways? I don't know. Upper been better. Yeah. Um. By, macamana? But that. Ni macam dia very interlocking between sekolah dengan rumah tau. And the the social stigma and the 
the norm, the cultural norm, which is macam for example in my case, um, you don't ask questions to someone who is older than you. You don't, you know, jangan menjawab and jangan menyoal. And bila dia orang tanya soalan, like you don't answer because you said because they say macam I jangan menjawab because it rude and whatever. So in that sense, dia macam okay, you you're asking us these questions. Do you want us to answer or not? And because if we do answer, dia orang marah balik. So we tend to grow up not asking questions because kalau tanya soalan and we you know we genuinely want to know the answer to that question but when we ask a question dia macam marah sebab jangan menjawab jangan menyoal you know buku teks or syllabus or cikgu because it's rude so we don't do it anymore or as often and only the rebellious ones who really macam wants to know the answer and macam rebellious yang i need to know the answer to this And then digaduh dengan cikgu because, you know, because she or he wants to know the answer to that. Then to me, that's a, I really respect that person lah. So in that sense, that that really inhibits what we can be as as us, even generally. That being, macam mana, when you have that installed instilled in you, even when you were so young, You tend up growing up not asking questions and growing up not questioning things and just accepting whatever there is around you. And that's, um, yeah, it's toxic for you to, you know, inhibit a child's growth in that way. Because a child, you know, the imagination macam is like crazy. Like you can just like say, I can say to my anak saudara like macam adik let's go to space by riding you know let's sit in this box and you, we we go up to space and she believe that she, bukan macam believe like it's a spaceship but you know her imagination encourages her to do that but because you know when once you inhibit the power to expand to understand more things that's when dia akan macam jadi apa Bukan narrow-minded. Um, there's the focus. N- narrow focus thing. What do you call it? Yeah. The the focus will be narrow lah. The the vision. Narrow vision. I forgot. There's a word for that. So, yeah. That's my only... Cabar- I, I think that's the cabaran lah. To get rid of that... Um, because is it a stigma? I don't know. To get rid of that kind of um, norm... In the kids nowadays. I don't know if kids nowadays question. I mean, I think kids nowadays question their school teachers because they go to tuition. And they're like, oh, cikgu tuition cakap macam ni. And the school teachers cakap macam ni. So, in that sense, they question like two different syllabus, two different facts. Instead of, you know, discovering other facts. They're just like comparing two facts. Instead of discovering new facts. So, you get what I mean? Uh, so, that's my 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 view of it. Cabaran, cabaran. What, what, what about you? What do you... If I may add on to that question, you seem to be have, you know, come out of the education system pretty inquisitive and you like to ask a lot of questions. Hmm. You know, what happened, you know, if, if you're making all these arguments uh, against hmm. the education system, explain hmm. how you turned out to be very different from what you just described I think Chana, I, I think if I were to let's say lepas habis SPM 
I further my studies into Malaysian University because I study in Japan. I, do, I, I to me that has give me an impact because I was alone and I have to basically learn the norms of j- the Japanese society. So in that sense, like you're not, I have to open up lah and accept all these other this other version of social norm that I'm used to, which is the Malaysian social norm. So that had me macam that that loneliness or not loneliness lah aloneness being at that place alone without any other Malaysians around for the next like 50 kilometers and you know having to survive in that environment kind of like pushes me to just question things and open up and just you know talk to people if I were to stay I think if I were to stay at a Malaysian punya education system even the tertiary education system especially the public tertiary education system I think I would still have the the sentiment and the stigma that I've been having throughout my schooling years which is you know the if the the racist agenda the 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 bigoted views I would have all that still because I'm surrounded by the same people that I was with when I was back in school high high school back in secondary school so I think that triggered the the questionings questionings the questioning because Throughout my 11 years of schooling, I've never broken any rule because I was too afraid to break any rules. And even like macam, there's one day macam demam ke apa, I'm, I'm used to like my mother telling me, alah demam sikit je pergi sekolah. But when demam dah teruk-teruk yang macam peluh tu, that's when, you know, I stay at home lah. But kalau demam sikit-sikit, semua sikit tu macam, it's nothing. So I go to school anyway. Because, you know, my parents, you know, value education very much. And even if macam demam sikit je, to, to me, it's... It's it's I don't mind it. I don't mind that kind of um chana teachings which is macam it's just a, a little flu, it's just a little fever you can you can survive it. So I did. Uh so yeah, because of that I think I would maintain that macam not breaking any rules, not breaking any social norms that would that would have continued well into university and probably into my adulthood. And forever, really, because that's the 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 key, the macam the I'm rambling, but I'm going to conclude it with um the important part of your growth in your life is probably when you were after your teens and before your adulthood, which is like the the awkward years, which is like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. So that five years is just like awkward years of just trying to. Us all being confused and like, am I an adult? Am I a teen? Can I do this? Can I do that? Should I do this? So the five years of being confused as to what you really are—that's the, that's what matters in in the development when you're well into your adulthood. That sounds so formal, but that's what I understand from it. I'm rambling a lot. Okay, now your turn. So the main solution would be get uh, away. So that everyone mm. gets to go overseas and um, basically everything will be a lot better lah. No, just I get rid of the the social norms <coughs> at school. But by social norms, it's just that the simple to me, it's just the questioning part. And if we manage to like contain that in school by, by containing like just let the kids ask questions lah. Even how ridiculous that is, like I will check on that. 
on Google. Kejap lagi, I will give you an answer. So you will always have an answer to your student. If you don't have an answer, you tell them. Instead of macam, jangan menjawab. Don't question this. Instead of saying, you know, jangan and don't. You just like encourage them to ask questions. And to me, that's important. That's very important. It's so it, regardless of where you live, you will question everything that's around you. And that's important in terms of growth, like mental growth and even societal growth. That you know, encourage, encourage more research and development, more studies, more, more people just you know involved academically. Yeah, that's what I think. But I don't even I don't even involve myself academically anymore. Yeah. So what do you think? What's your, what's your take on this question? Ah. <sighs> Cabaran sebenar, I don't know. There are several. There's never, mm. there's never just one thing, and in in, mm. in one solution, there's also a lot of other complications. Mm-hmm. There's a saying that says that the devil is in the details, because mm-hmm. a lot of the overarching ideas in Malaysian education, mm. they're pretty good. Uh, on paper lah The overarching principles mm. What they want to do What they want to achieve How they mm. think They want to achieve it It's all good Fine and mm. dandy But like mm. I said The devil is in the details It's just mm. Trying to tweak The Pelaksanaan To mm. Align With the vision Or, or the Falsafah mm. What you actually want to achieve The essence of mm. it And mm. sometimes those pelaksanaan, cara-cara kita buat pelaksanaan conflict mm. with uh, the actual goals, hashtag mm. goals of the Malaysian education system, education goals, hashtag. Mm. So yeah, so the cabaran sebenarnya adalah hashtags. Um, yeah. Do you think the the cabaran is on the pelaksana? Or the cara pelaksanaan, but it, it's it's kind of like very closely related. But yeah, but pelak pelaksana yang membuat pelaksanaan. So cara pelaksanaan depends on the pelaksana. Hmm. And those the the pelaksana have to laksanakan secara hmm. laksamana. Eh no, La, the pelaksana have to laksanakan secara Elok lah Or at least mm. Aligns with The real Hashtag goals Of mm. The plan Initially And mm. uh, You know Trying to get People on the same page As to what they're mm. trying to achieve That's mm. a big uh, Challenge mm. um, And sometimes They don't align Bukan sometimes it, it, Through my observations A lot mm. of the times They don't align You know what this person wants to achieve and what that person wants to achieve are very very mm. different things. So, does it mean we don't become a unified body in where we want to go mm. with these students? And lastly, mm. you know, we go in, we go everywhere and nowhere at once. Mm. So, so how d- that would how be my Chef Atta Holmes punya answer. So that's a cabaran. Can you think of a? Solution to that? Nope. There's there's never going to be a unified system where everyone. There will be, but I I don't have the solution. 
I'm 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 sorry to say. I do not have the answer, mm. as Kanye West famously said. What did he famously say? I don't know. Ah, uh, in a in an interview, radio interview with um, uh, one o one o four point nine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in a radio interview with um, Sway. Ah, uh, Sway in the morning. Uh, mm. Dia jerit dekat the host Sway Kanye jerit dekat the host Sway You don't got mm. the answers Sway You don't got the answers <laughs> So macam he, he, That mm. was a very long interview And a very mm. emotional one for Kanye as well And mm. uh, watching it was very very interesting to me And mm. um, you know One of the quotable classics from that interview was uh, mm. You don't got the answers Okay We don't got the answers mm. to anything. Yep, we just yep. have observations and a podcast yes. and a podcast Woo. to to vomit our observations into onto words. Okay, next up. Okay, next up. We have up. a question from uh, Fuki Docs at Lias mm. Gap. Lias Gap. I think she mm. works there. What's mm. your favorite song from the movie Suicide Squad? Do you like Suicide Squad? State your reasons. <laughs> that was not an imitation of Joker's laugh. Just that the kind of laugh that I would do when I, when people ask me opinion about something that I really, really, really got disappointed with. So that's the kind of laugh that you should be watching out for. Dear audience, if if that laugh ever come up, then uh, bear yourself to listen to something that I'm disappointed with, which is mainly my opinion. So, what's your favorite song? And we we answer the favorite song first, lah, and then we answer the Suicide Squad. We like or not? Yeah, uh, it has uh, Bohemian Rhapsody in it, if I'm not mistaken. That's my favorite yeah, song, lah. Not only covered on by Panic. Oh, really? Ah, panic okay. Okay, then I don't like it anymore. Panic. Then I, ha- then, <laughs> then I have no favorite song from the Suicide Squad. What? Why? Oh, because you you only like Bohemian Rhapsody, the original one. Yes. Oh, it's okay. it's one of those uncoverable songs to me. You try to cover uh-huh. it, you're uh-huh. making a big big mistake in my book, which is uh-huh. you know not a very important book in the world. I will keep that in mind. Yeah. There's a possibility I might just cover it because it's so good. And the harmonies, lah. And the, probably the not cover it. The song is definitely very, very good. To me, in my humble mm. opinion, Bohemian Rhapsody is the best song ever made in the world. Ever. Mm. I. Th- it is my favorite song of all time. Mm. If anybody ever asked me, what's your favorite song of all time? Number mm. one on the list is Bohemian Rhapsody. So, everyone, if you're listening to this... Just uh, you know, have some, macam understand that I only know his favorite song. Like, just like you just listen to this podcast, so it's I never knew his favorite song was Bohemian Rhapsody. So I you never guys are lucky knew. because I never because knew everyone that knows. everything was falling through. Okay, should I move on with my song? Yep. Okay, my favorite song is Kelani Gangster because. Because it represents Harley Quinn very, very well. And the mood just like represents the Margot Robbie Harley Quinn, which is like, like it, the acting could have been better. 
But probably I I blame the director lah because I know Margot Robbie can act because I I'm best friends with her. So um it it really embodies it captures what the the atmosphere the whole atmosphere the aura the the emotions of a Harley Quinn and also uh Leia and I Leia Ism shout out to Leia Ism um and I covered a song Kelani which is Kelani's gangster and then we we put some other songs in it so much it's like a medley mashup of sort and yeah I really really like it it's just the vocals the the simplicity of it is it it's oh I like it I love it so that's the in the song side of things now what do you think of the movie the movie so felt like a first draft somebody wrote a first draft hmm and somebody shot that first draft Mm. with millions and millions of dollars. Mm. And that's what came out. I think it was the first draft. Sebab I read somewhere online and I, I trust online sources. I read somewhere an interview that says that mentions that the director or the writer or something. I think the director is the writer, but I could be wrong. The writer was given 6 weeks to write. And there's no way you can write, you know, good shit in 6 weeks. Six weeks is the first draft kind of thing, and I think you were right. You're right about that because they were given only six weeks. And I think, I think uh, the Marvel, not Marvel, DC, DC Universe is trying to kejar Marvel Universe in terms of popularity, so they're putting out Suicide Squad. And yeah, I have I have my opinion about it, but yeah, let's elaborate on yours first. I don't have any elaborations on my part. It was the first draft, and usually the first drafts mm. of uh. Written piece of work, especially mm. movies, I think, mm. or anything that has to do with the screen, mm-hmm. it's terrible. Especially if you <laughs> pay somebody, a, you know, a million dollars to do it, it should True. be better than that. Mm. Anyway, what well, did uh, you anyway. didn't like it either? State your reasons. Yeah, well, I was cringing throughout the movie. Some I was eager to get out, but I couldn't because my chum. I want to know the ending and it's like oh my god so what the hell it's a uh, I'm trying to google like the how much it makes the cost the cost cost mana Okay never mind in the meantime um I hate it oh my god it gets a 6.8 on IMDb not even it's a 1 it's a 0 I hate it so much Just, but just you the, could still sit through it. I think uh, if you actually watched a zero kind of movie, and I have, uh, uh, mind you, I have, you uh, wouldn't sit through that kind of stuff. You would turn to me and say, uh, "Let's get out of here before I uh, blow my brains out." That's uh, a zero movie, and I have seen one of those, and it's really, really bad. Not to mm. say that Suicide Squad was any good. Hmm. But you know, hmm. with the kind of resources that it had, hmm. it really should have been better. Okay, I checked the budget of the movie. It's one hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Hmm. Budgetnya ada apa? Yeah, and the box office uh, though is six hundred and forty-one point one million. 
So they're making a lot of money by doing quite a return shit. on investment. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 y- all it's in the marketing. It's all in the Bohemian Rhapsody in the trailer. It's all in the Star Studded movie. It's all in the casting. It's all in the Will yeah. Smith and your Margot Robbie and your mm. Jared Leto. I want I I wanted you know why I stayed throughout the movie? Because it's some it the ending is to me is unpredictable. As in mm. Jenna, like there's a movie that I literally walked out of. I can't remember the name of the movie. I think it was Haunted Mansion 2. No, not even. Something. And I walked out of it because it was so ugh. And I didn't even I don't care what the ending is. I that I got out like like five minutes, ten minutes after that through Sklaw. Yeah ni because I want because Will Smith basically anchored me to the chela. Will Smith and Margot Robbie. More to Will Smith. So but Margot Robbie she has the some some cringy parts. The so about the script lah. I blame the script lah. And I think they're they're good at you know hacking scripts, but because the director kata, hey, no, I don't want you to say that. You say something. I don't know, but macam Will Smith probably the only person that that basically he sounds like he riffs off, he riffs off, riff off his script, and everyone else just stick to the script. It's just this weird, just cheesy line that I cannot bear the cheesy line and the. Like how they ah, one of my friends mentioned that the whole premi- the whole movie is basically Will Smith darakarakan berjalan-jalan di kota. So that that basically sums up the whole thing, which is more or less true. <laughs> yeah, I just I just find it annoying because macam you have all these people who can act like so good so well, and you crush them with. A six-week kind of script, and to me, it didn't work like how DC would imagine Avengers would work because Avengers before Avengers, there there were introduction to each character. There's a movie about Iron Man, about Captain America, about Thor, about Hulk, and then baru the clock and Avengers. So everyone already knows what to expect of these characters in Avengers because they've watched probably you know all. Of the movies, or at least just one. Like kalau dia untuk Iron Man saja pun, they watch Avengers. At least they can relate to Iron Man punya story. But in terms of Suicide Squad, there were no movies regarding any of the characters in there, except Batman, which doesn't really count because he only made a cameo of sort. And dia jadi macam when they have to introduce each character in the beginning by by you know the the dinner scene where where they just going through the file of these uh, villains. Dia jadi macam rush because there's, there's surely there's a there's a bigger backstory to each character, but because they do that, they want they want the audience to understand where these villains come from, so they had to basically make it short, but not sweet at all, kind of scene to explain where the background of each each character. So dia jadi macam, oh, it's like a, it's like. They're just running throughout the movie instead of you know, jalan, duduk, makan, makan roti, and then jalan balik. They it was just like a rush throughout the movie. It was sempot lah when I watch the movie. That's, that's what I feel. All right, that was a good explanation. Yeah, that's. A anyway, we've anyway. run out of questions. 
Are we? We have. Okay. So, What? yeah, that's mm. the end of this episode. Oh, that's it? Okay. Be, yep. <laughs> Very focused on answering the questions on this one. Yeah, but elaborate a lot of elaboration yeah. from my end. Yeah. Which is good because this is a podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anything to plug on your part? Want to tell people about any shows or any things that they can catch you in? If you're in Penang, no, you can uh, and uh, around Penang in September. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you have a show. Um no, not September. Oh, my bad. Oh, November. Oh, November. Quite a while. Northern away. Music Festival. Yeah. So I, we can plug it throughout the 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 next four episodes so <laughs> that they sponsor us with stuff and things. So yeah, we never know. Northern Music Festival, please sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. It's a big ask. It is. Uh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I don't have anything to plug. Because um, mm. yeah, my life is very, is very unpluggable. A dream where you can be anything. Dun dun dun. That's not a song. That's not a real song. I was wondering what song that was. Yep, it wasn't a real song. Okay. I mean that's it for this episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you everyone for listening. And uh thank you uh DC for sponsoring DC. this episode. Yep. Thank and thank Kelani and Kelani and and Atik Monkeys. Atik Monkeys, Venopian Solitude uh, very big contributor to the show. Isn't sponsoring anything so mm, she can I don't know just bye-bye. Bye bye. I was going to say go go to hell but no that's just so yeah. good. So yeah, thank you sponsors for Israeli for Filmmakers Association. Thank you. Yeah. And uh apa um pendidikan sistem pendidikan sistem pendidikan negara Malaysia. Thank you yeah. uh Idris Yusof for contributing yeah. to the podcast. It is to the podcast. And also uh the woodchuck. Yeah, woodchuck always a good friend of the show. We have to mm. have him as a guest one day. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, anyway, wait. A woodchuck is a bird, right? I think so. I think it's oh my a God. woodpecker or something. I think I I It don't really know because I don't. I'm not on mm. Wikipedia right now. Because I thought it was a person. Oh my God! <laughs> a woodchuck looks like a a beaver. Oh my goodness. Yes, I thought I thought a woodchuck is a person. I <laughs> I really thought a woodchuck was like a woodpecker. All these years, That, all yeah. these years, I've always thought I thought woodchuck is a person. So we're we're horrible with facts mm. of I th- life. I think so. you're thinking about that person named Chuck Wood. Nope. You mean Chuck Bass? Bass, Bass, Bass. You don't watch Gossip Girl, so you don't know the reference. That is a baseless accusation. Ayo. Eh. Anyway, selamat hari raya. Selamat hari raya. Maaf zahir batin. Oh, raya is coming up anyway. So yeah, selamat hari raya, Haji.